0: Worship the Lord and the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us, O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Psalm forty four. God, we have heard with our ears. Our ancestors have told us the work you accomplished in their days and days long ago. In order to plant them, you displaced the nations by your hand in order to settle them. You brought disaster on the peoples, for they did not take the land by their sword. Their arm did not bring them victory, but by your right hand, your arm and the light of your face, because you were favorable toward them. You are my king, my God, who ordains victories for Jacob. Through you we drive back our foes, through your name we trample our enemies. For I do not trust in my bow, and my sword does not bring me victory, but you give us victory over our foes, and let those who hate us be disgraced. We boast in God all day long, we will praise your name forever. But you have rejected and humiliated us. You do not march out with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and those who hate us have taken plunder for themselves. You hand us over to be eaten like sheep and scatter us among the nations. You sell your people for nothing. You make no profit from selling them. You make us an object of reproach to our neighbors, a source of mockery and ridicule to those around us. You make us a joke among the nations, a laughing stock among the peoples. My disgrace is before me all day long and shame has covered my face because of the taunts of the scorner and reviler because of the enemy and avenger all this has happened to us but we have not forgotten you or betrayed your covenant our hearts have not turned back our steps have not strayed from your path but you have crushed us in a haunt of jackals and have covered us with deepest darkness if we had forgotten the name of our God and spread out our hands to a foreign God wouldn't God have found this out since he knows the secrets of the heart because of you We are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. Wake up, Lord. Why are you sleeping? Get up. Don't reject us forever. Why do you hide and forget our affliction and oppression? For we have sunk down to the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up. Help us. Redeem us because of your faithful love. Amen. reading from 1st Peter. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those chosen, living as exiles, dispersed abroad in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to be obedient and to be sprinkled with the blood of Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, this week we're beginning a study through 1 Peter here at the Treadbury Podcast. Our goal in this is not necessarily to give you a whole bunch of history and a whole bunch of lessons around first century uh, Judaism or, or first century Christianity. Our goal is not to dissect and deconstruct the text to to destroy your faith. Our goal is not to give you some sort of knowledge that will help you in a bar trivia contest. Our goal is to take the word and let it speak. That is always my goal when I lead Bible study, is to take the word and let it, let it speak. And, and in some ways, I've forgotten that of late, and I want to begin doing that again. And so we're going to be taking a look at 1 Peter. I just got done reading through 1 Peter as part of my morning readings, and I love 1 Peter. It's a very interesting book. And I just read the first two verses, that's it. Uh, The introduction, the greeting, as some of our Bibles uh, have it headed. But I only read the first two verses because there's so much meat there. First, you have Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ one chosen one called out by christ for a particular purpose and this particular purpose is to preach. is to preach right he's writing this letter to particular people and in this letter is a sermon whether whether we want to call it that or not uh, an, an apostle is primarily a preacher They're commissioned to be sent out to tell the good news. And and in, in some ways that is for us as well, to go out and tell the good news. And so he begins by saying that he has written this to particular people. Who? To the chosen. Which, that can cause us some, some consternation, right? To the chosen, we don't like the notion of, of God doing some choosing. We like the idea that, that we are in charge. That's this human uh, contraption that we have in, in our own hearts, that we want it to be about us. when it's actually about God and his work. And so he's writing this to the chosen, and he, he lists them. Living as exiles, dispersed abroad in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Well, those are all places in what is modern-day Turkey. Uh, All these places, some of them being rather remote. But he's writing to to who? He's writing to the chosen, who are living as exiles dispersed. I wonder if you've ever thought of yourself as an exile before. I wonder... Every time I read this greeting, I always sit here and I think, I wonder if he's speaking to me. Do you ever feel like you were out of place? <laughs> that 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 your faith, that your position in, in this life leaves you feeling uh, a little out of place, not part of the whole? Well, living in exile would have been uh, a difficulty for many. Uh, some, some people believe that here Peter is writing to uh, Jews, primarily uh, living in, in exile in modern-day Turkey, uh, in part because the Jews often got kicked out of places like Rome and elsewhere. Uh, there, there's conversation around this letter being written to Jewish Christians, so they're doubly damned. Uh, not only are they condemned because of their ethnicity and their connection to an ancient religion, but they're damned because of their connection to a new religion. They're damned because of their connection to this, uh, this, this new Christian sect. Uh, but then you add on to the fact that they're also Jewish. And so this would be a difficult time for them. But I sit here and I read this and I believe that 1 Peter is a beautiful, wonderful piece of grace to us. When we are feeling most lost, most alone, most damned, it's going to be a word of grace to you. So as you read this, think of yourself as the exile. Think of yourself as the one God is, is riding to through Peter, trying to speak to you in your fears, in your anxieties, in your worries, or in your pride, where you think yourself to be so much better than others. That can be an exile in itself too. So he's writing to these exiles in these particular places. And then he reiterates it chosen. Notice how it chosen, not because they're exiles chosen, not because they're, they're living in Cappadocia or Asia chosen, not because they are Jewish chosen, not because they are Christian chosen according to the foreknowledge of God, the father for planning, chosen because God decided. God made a decision. Just like he made a decision about you so long ago. And this decision how is this decision made? Through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, through the through the setting apart work of the Spirit. This isn't about your own personal holiness, although so there's going to be conversations about this as we move through this letter. But this is about the working of God in and amongst you, as the chosen ones, chosen because the Spirit has set you apart, that you have been set apart. That's what the sanctifying thing means, having been set apart, placed in a different circumstance. And how is the sanctifying work done? How uh, How is this chosenness, how is this setting apartness, connected well it says you've been set apart that you were chosen uh, and set apart to be obedient to listen to hear the word that's part of it but then also chosen set apart not only to be obedient and we will be talking about that more as we move along through this book but to be sprinkled with the blood of Jesus Christ to be cleansed. If you, if you go back into the Old Testament, you will see that on particular days, especially at the inauguration of the tabernacle, uh, there was a sacrifice made and blood was splattered on the people and splattered on the tabernacle and splattered on the priests when they were in day ordained and uh, to cleanse them, to set them apart, to, to announce the forgiveness of sins. And that is what You've been chosen for. Chosen not to be something special, to be held up as the, the best example of, of humanity or whatnot. You've been chosen and set apart that you might be forgiven. That you might be made part of the family of God. That you might, as he says here in his greeting, that you might have grace and peace multiplied to you that the grace of God, the favor of God, the gift of God might be given to you, and that the peace of God that comes through Jesus Christ, peace with God in all things, peace with one another, might be handed to you. Let us pray. Lord God of all nations, you have revealed your will to your people and promised your help to us all. Help us to hear and to do what you command, that the darkness may be overcome by the power of your light through your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Well, church, go in peace, serve the Lord, and we will see you next week.